Before you listen to Paranormal Exist, the podcast show, I just want to announce the bone-chilling journey that awaits you on Charlie's Chills podcast, exclusively on YouTube, search at C-H-A-R-L-I-E-S-C-H-I-L-L-S. Subscribe, and embrace the darkness that awaits. Ever since I was a kid, I experienced various ghost experiences, maybe not too many. One of my earliest experiences was witnessing my mother astral projection when I was six, if that even counts as a ghostly experience of some kind. This occurred in the house I grew up in Wheat Ridge, Colorado. I am lying in bed wide awake, and all of a sudden see a ghostly vision of my mother float through the hallway. I'm freaking out a bit so I called out to her. She responded from the next bedroom, and told me that everything was okay, and she knew what was going on. Chapter 1 Outside of that experience, my first experience came when I was 8, in the same house where I witnessed my mother astral project in Wheat Ridge. I was lying in bed wide awake, and all of a sudden, I see a shadowy figure walk from our front door to the kitchen area, which was a straight shot. I heard no door opening and closing, nor did I hear the floor creaking from someone walking. The next day I asked my parents if they were up the previous night to go outside. They both said no. Chapter 2 In 2008, when I was 31, I was at a friend's house in Westminster, Colorado. He was telling us about a ghost that haunts his house. I started playing the ghost hunter. I asked questions like, if you're in this room now, give us a sign, sure enough you would hear a tap or two. There was another night when we were hanging out at his house, and kept hearing tapping. Another friend pulled out his camera to take a picture from where the sound was. I couldn't believe my eyes what the camera caught. It was a ghostly image of a man wearing Viking attire. He even smiled at the camera too. Chapter 3 There is a road in Thornton, Colorado, that has confirmed history of hauntings. It is about 10 to 15 minutes from my current house. It is called Riverdale Road. There is one story where a car will pull up behind you and want to try to race you. Supposedly if you race them, you will see the car disappear, and it may lead to your death. I have numerous experiences on Riverdale Road, so I am going to talk about each experience from now on. The first time I went on Riverdale Road, was in 2008 around Halloween. I drove my car. We were trying to look for a tree where witch hangings occurred. On the way trying to find it, there was a pickup truck that had dirty windows. Almost like a random truck following you in a horror movie. We realized we passed the tree, so we pulled over. The truck eventually passed us. We found the tree and pulled over and got out for a solid 20 to 30 minutes. It was creepy. The tree was on the side road. A dirt road led to a dairy farm from where the tree was. You can almost picture witches walking on the road towards the tree. We were hanging out and all of a sudden, heard some girls laughing, almost fairly close to, 
There was a little ditch off to the left of the dirt road. We kept seeing a lady in a white dress appear. My friends wanted to go. I was rather curious and wanted to stay. Remind you, I was driving. That night when I got to my house, I heard a strange click in my car as I shut it off. From that moment, that click would happen from time to time until 2016, when I got rid of it. Almost eight years. After our first experience on Riverdale Road, we went again the next night. Not much action happened. The only thing that was strange, was when we got to the tree, we heard this strange continuous sound coming from the tree. Another friend and me, went again a couple days later. This time we were kind of curious and wanted to drive closer to the dairy farm. We turned around real fast. We saw a ghostly image of a man floating towards us wearing an apron and holding up a knife. The last time I seen action on that road was in 2009, the next year. We got lost trying to look for the tree. We noticed a car speeding up behind us, before eventually passing us. We turned around, that same car sped up behind me, again went around me. We found the tree. We got out for a little bit. We then decided to drive down the road a little bit. We then saw a shadowy figure cross us. We backed out and left. Chapter 4 I married my wife in 2013. For our honeymoon we stayed at Colorado's premier haunted attraction, the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park. It was strange, because I noticed as I took showers in our room, I would get this eerie feeling I was being watched. There was one night, I was lying in bed. I was lying on my stomach. I felt pressure on my back. Like someone pushing me. I quickly turned over and looked at my wife. It wasn't her. We took a ghost tour at the Stanley. I thought it really cool. There was a story of a maid that died in a fire. She would haunt the hotel and try to break apart couples if she thought were not properly married. I felt she could have been the one that may haunt me. We went in this music hall type auditorium. There was a basement where various rooms that people had actually stayed. There was a room where a gentleman stayed, who had some mental health issues. Each time we went in that room, we had to announce who we were, and that we were coming in. As you walked in the room, you can sense the comfortless. Across the hall there was a room where a runaway girl died in a fire in 1969. Her name was Lucy. One of the ways she haunts the room is her ghost would close the door by itself. I found it really intriguing, and at the same time a bit skeptical. What if the door is spring-loaded? What convinced me that this was real, was there was a moment when I was out of the room. As I walked back in, the door started closing. That instant, as I approached the door, it stopped so I can walk in. Chapter 5 In February and March, I met two mediums to make contact with my parents who have passed away. I felt both experiences were successful. No Ouija boards or tarot cards were used. During the session I had in March, I contacted a third person, in which something interesting happened during that connection. I am not going to talk about the medium experiences in its entirety, just going to talk about the initial ghost experience at hand, as well as a detailed description of why I wanted to connect with this third person. 
In March, I was visiting family in Farmington, New Mexico during this session, so it was conducted via Skype. I did it in my goddaughter's bedroom. It was the only place where I could find privacy. I made a connection with my mother, as well as a second person. That person was Marilyn Monroe. However, I have my reasons why I'm going to refer to her as Norma Jean. The reason I brought her up was what really drew me to her. I all of a sudden grew a liking of her, within weeks after my mother's passing in 1998. My mother had nothing against her, just boom out of nowhere. I was 21 at the time. I had seen a picture of her, and I fell in love since. A picture of her as a brunette to be exact. My father thought it was weird, I thought it was weird too. I had numerous of dreams with her in them, all of which almost randomly. One of them was her as a brunette. It was weird, it didn't necessarily look like her, but my brain registered that it was the image of her. Another dream I was walking somewhere and happened to see her. Words were exchanged, in which I can't remember if it was her or me that said it, but I heard, see you later. I remember waking up and falling asleep again, sure enough the prophecy was true, I saw her again. In fact, I seen her two more times that night. Chapter 6 In 2017 I had the honor of seeing her crypt, as well as the infamous mirror at the Roosevelt Hotel that was in the room which she rented when she resided at the hotel. From what I told the medium, and I wasn't as detailed as I was here, she came to the conclusion that to me, I communicate to her through God. The medium had thought this was really cool. I wanted to follow through more into this but didn't think about it. I asked someone who I work with who had paranormal experiences. Basically, she stated that Norma Jean could be my guardian angel. It's funny because, around the time I met with the first medium, I thought about this. I randomly did a web search of guardian angels. One struck my eye, and I opened it. According to what the website said a person's guardian angel is based on the time you were born. I clicked my birth date, and it described what my guardian angel was. It even had a picture of the image what they may appear as. I thought wow, was I meant to see this. It was a picture of a blonde woman in a red dress. There are perhaps thousands of photographs of Norma Jean wearing red dresses, swimsuits, sweaters, even as a brunette. During our conversation about Norma Jean, I heard something fall from behind me. Remind you, I was on my goddaughter's bed. All there were stuffed animals on the bed. When I looked back, it looked like nothing was tweaked with. When I heard the item fall, it seemed to me that it wasn't a mechanism to scare me, but to say hi, I see you. The next day I told the medium about that, she thought it was really cool. On Easter I was talking with a cousin about the experience I had with Norma Jean. I didn't necessarily tell her who it was, I showed her a picture. She had a gut feeling that was who I was talking about. I gave her some clues regarding Norma Jean. I didn't mention any movies, nor did I say she was blonde. My cousin had thought I said blonde. After my three medium experiences, I became more convinced that some mediums are honest and are able to make solid connections with loved ones and other people as well.
Dive into the chilling abyss of real-life hauntings on Charlie's Chills podcast exclusively on YouTube. Join us for eerie tales from the internet and our listeners. Search in YouTube for at C-H-A-R-L-I-E-S-C-H-I-L-L-S, I repeat, at C-H-A-R-L-I-E-S-C-H-I-L-L-S, subscribe and embrace the darkness that awaits.